So I started grappling at age 13 and there were no women. You know, I, I spent 20 plus years in the military. He sees something in me that I don't quite see in myself yet. Today we're joined by Ricardo and Heidi Tubbs. It's such a pleasure to have you guys here today. Thank you guys for having us, we appreciate it. Awesome, tell us a little bit about your academy. We opened our academy back in 2014. Uh, we're on our second location now. It's a beautiful location. Uh, we have about 3,500 square feet of mat space plus uh, a workout area and also our clinic that we run upstairs with hyperbaric therapy uh, and stem cell therapy. Fantastic. Awesome. Well, one of the things that I love most about the jujitsu world, and, and we're in over two dozen academies across the country, family and the jujitsu family is one of the most common themes that we keep coming across. But family for you guys in jujitsu is a whole other level because you two are husband and wife, right? Yes. So, so it, 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 yeah, there it is. It's official. So the family that trains together stays together or can take their aggressions out on each other. Yes. Yeah. What's your favorite part about running your academies together? Well, I think sometimes some people who have academies themselves, it sometimes takes a lot away from the family. But for us, it kind of helps to bring our family together a little bit more and gives me a little bit more time to spend with my, with my wife and, and with something that we share in common. Yeah, absolutely. So Heidi, as you are leading and teaching a, a good chunk of the classes, what has that like been for what has that been like for you coming from I know your wrestling background you were kind of a pioneer uh, in the wrestling female wrestling world and then and then transitioning into jujitsu what has that been like for you to see female grappling women's grappling explode at the rate that it is that's a really good question actually um, when I started grappling it was in the early 90s. So I started grappling at age 13 and there were no women. I was the only girl on the wrestling team. And then when I transitioned into jujitsu in 2001, it was pretty similar. And in the last 20 years, um, you go from being the only girl in the grappling room to 30% of your student base yeah. being female from little kids all the way up to adult. So um, one of the things that I've recognized with being a female, starting from the back and then coming to the front of the class, um, that's been a huge um, change in mindset just on my part. So having to learn how to be a leader for females instead of just trying to fit in and be one of the guys. <laughs> right. That's a huge shift. Yeah, it's a, it's a huge cultural difference. Jamie, Absolutely. for you and your experience, what, yeah, what have definitely. you noticed? Yeah, it, definitely. It, it, is really empowering to know that like women have space on the mats now and that we're taken more seriously and we're respected as not just, you know, like a female grappler, we're respected as a grappler. Right. Yeah, yeah as, as athletes. Mm -hmm. yes. And so yeah. that's been one of the most amazing things. The last four years I've been involved with jiu-jitsu, every tournament we go to, whether it's pans or, or worlds or any of the opens, seeing the women's side literally explode in mm -hmm. how many are in the brackets, how many weight divisions there are, uh, has, has been, yeah. been pretty tremendous. Well, I have to credit Ricardo with that, though, because, you know, moving from the back of the class to the front of the class, 
you have to have someone that believes in you and believes in your capabilities as well and is willing to promote you. So it very much, it's not just because of the fact that I'm participating. It's also because of the fact that, you know, you have someone else at the front of the class that believes in your capabilities. Yeah. That's because she kicked my butt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, one of the things I love most about uh, this, uh, this amazing man and, and professor right here is, is his leadership first and foremost, mm -hmm. um, and his belief in, in anybody. And as we were talking about a family environment, so not only are you husband and wife, but then the two of you are yes. related as well. So yeah. tell us about that. She's my cousin. <laughs> <laughs> you stuck with me. <laughs> yeah, I picked her around. Yeah. Uh, it's also, it's wonderful that now, you know, uh, not only do I get to, I, I also used to make all of her fight uniforms, mm -hmm. but it's also a pleasure now that I get to train her now, which is, which is phenomenal. She just spent uh, about three weeks training with us and teaching her how to be the person in the front of the class. Right. Because she has all the skills to be able to do anything she wants in jujitsu. Mm -hmm. But it's another thing to be able to be confident to teach. And you have to, like, my instructors are my teachers. Every leader needs a leader. Right. And uh, so... Uh, I look to, like, for instance, Sensei Bruno Bastos to, to provide me with leadership. Uh, and so now I get to do the same thing for those underneath me, and it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a wonderful thing. Jamie, how does yeah. that feel to have someone who's such a, a talented uh, jiu-jitsu practitioner and leader in the, in the community believe in you uh, at that rate? No, I mean, it, it means a lot to me. And to piggyback off of what Heidi said, to have somebody that believes in you, it really um, gives me a lot of confidence and he sees something in me that I don't quite see in myself yet. So I know that, I don't want to say he's hard on me, but he doesn't like, you know, he, he could be hard on me sometimes, but it's good. I need that. Yeah. I need someone to sort of save me from myself in right. that way so that I can get out of my own way and be the leader that he sees in me. So that means, it means a lot to me. Fantastic. Um, so the three of you moving forward in the world of jujitsu, what do you all hope to see uh, coming forward it, as things have already continued to explode within the jiu-jitsu community, the, the women's side, mm -hmm. um, but how do you hope to continue to shape the growth of jiu-jitsu moving forward? Well, uh, coming from a wrestling background and wrestling finally made it into the Olympics for women in 2004, uh, when I earned scholarship, it was back in 2000. So there are more states that are taking on women's wrestling at the high school level and actually having state-sanctioned tournaments for them. And of course, judo is in the Olympics. So maybe seeing it as a collegiate sport because of the demand. Um, I, just got, I just got goosebumps at the thought of that. Because, you know, there's a lot of folks that cross-train in jiu-jitsu, that they cross-train in judo and wrestling as well. Um, and I think maybe it deserves its own spot as an athletic um, in its own category, maybe yeah. high school or college yeah, in the same that. realm. Yeah. Ricardo, what do you think? Um, I love jujitsu and I love what jujitsu does for people. Uh, I think the opportunity for people to come out, not only as having families who come out and train together, uh, but starting them when they're young mm -hmm. and having them continue. Uh, there's a certain amount of discipline that comes from something that you have to work hard for. You can't even be a black belt in jiu-jitsu until you're 18 and a half years old. Right. And uh, so I think that that's important. Um, <clears throat> I think that there's another aspect of jiu-jitsu that a lot of people don't see, and that is the mental aspect. People call it mat therapy. 
the ability to get people off of their couches and do something that's healthy for them, uh, even if they never compete, which I love competition jujitsu. I love the feeling of being at a high level tournament. I love competing at tournaments. Um, I don't compete as much as I used to because I'm focusing on building younger competitors, but I'm still going to compete more. Uh, and thanks, of course, the New Hope Regeneration, I can do that. So, um, yeah, I, I think that those are some really important things. The mental aspect of it, the family aspect of it, and the physical activity of it is really, really important. Fantastic. So as we move forward, uh, continuing to grow your organization, the Firma Training Center, uh, I know we've had some conversations just the last little bit about your being excited about your up and coming black belts, your mentorship, seeing you potentially being able to have some affiliation leadership for people. Yes. What are you hoping to see out of that? Well, I think that, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of a foregone conclusion that, that I will have some affiliate schools out there. And it's important to me as a, an affiliate leader to be more than just a name on the wall. Like Absolutely. My, my job is to help people become better professors, uh, better business people, better school owners, better people for their community. And that's my goal. I, I, I want to make sure that when I have affiliate schools that I am there, right. that I come in several times a year and that if that phone rings, I answer the phone and I, and I do my best to help uh, our affiliates become better. We have, a, we have one that's uh, building their school right now, should be open in November. We're really, really excited about that. Uh, and, and just the opportunity to help people. Uh, you know, I, I spent 20 plus years in the military uh, and the, the, steward, the stewardship of other people is right. really important to me. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and that's something that kind of drives me as a human being. I, I love it. So closing thoughts, um, as you continue to move forward, how would you encourage the next generation of, of people coming into jujitsu and why would you encourage them uh, to stay in the fight essentially? We're gonna go like 20 seconds each. Heidi, I'm gonna have you go first. I would say community stewardship because of the fact that rates of bullying and of course, um, trauma and PTSD is coming to the forefront of mental health and stuff like that. Um, that I think maybe introducing it into schools as part of the PE curriculum. So that way bigger kids realize that little kids have power too. Um, and also the fact that um, as a female in teaching, uh, I find that a lot of the women that gravitate towards me, that most of them have some sort of trauma. Mm -hmm. And so being trauma informed in helping with the mental health aspect and helping knit together parts of the community that have had some sort of damage so that way they can go out whole again. I love it. Thank you. Ricardo? My thing is the hardest thing in the world for people to do is start jujitsu. Mm -hmm. The easiest thing to do is quit. Agreed. And so what I want people to know is jujitsu is hard. You're not just going to come in and, and in 15 minutes later be the greatest grappler on the mat. <laughs> and, and so this goes for adults and kids. Yeah. Don't quit. You know, it's, it's very easy to go, well, we tried it and I didn't like it and I quit. You're never going to grow if you quit. And so, and it's a lesson, and I brought this lesson up to uh, parents before. So we have like a, a policy that we, we want the kids to try it for at least 90 days. And I remember as a kid, 
we had to, I, I had a football season where we had to have two different towns mixed together. And uh, I wanted, I didn't want to continue with that season because I didn't know those coaches. I didn't know some of the kids. And my mother told me, you started this, you're going to finish it. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's a very important lesson for kids and adults. You start something, you finish it. And if you stay with jujitsu, jujitsu never ends. Right. I'm still learning stuff. After 20 plus years of jujitsu, I learn something new every day. And that's the importance of jujitsu. You keep your mind strong and your brain strong and you continue to learn. And that is the beauty of jujitsu. So well said. Thank you guys so much for an amazing episode. Uh, for, for more information, we want you to subscribe and any of the platforms that you're following us on so you can get the next episode where we're going to be talking about uh, jujitsu and injuries and their personal experiences. We can't wait to see you next time.